0: to the Live Strong podcast and show. I'm so excited today. I have Danny and Pasha with me. They have been on Dancing with the Stars, the show, the live tour. They've also been on the World of Dance. And back in the day, they were even kind enough to come and perform at my fundraiser in 2015. Um, the topic today is one of my favorite topics and that is relationships. The name of the episode today is called Dancing with the Pressure Pashkov style. So you love, you love, you love, yeah. love to you care. So carelessly left. Nice.
1: the truth, oh okay? yeah
0: There's a limit to your care Thank you They wanted me to introduce them as just Danny and Pasha, which is typical to their style and part of the reason why I love them so much because even after all these years, their, their humility has remained the same. Um, and without further ado, welcome guys. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Hi, <laughs> thank you for having us. <laughs>
0: so how are you guys doing today?
2: We're good. The sun is
0: shining, so we're in a very good mood. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I read Danny yesterday. Um, I have to shout you out. It it looks like you're giving uh, the poet a run for her money with um, with the post <laughs> made. For Pasha well, yesterday. it's it's
2: yeah. I was in the moment because I just lost both my grandparents uh, a few days apart. So it just makes you realize, like you never know what you really have until it's gone and you start appreciating it. Not that I don't appreciate him now, but it just, I was in the moment and just felt like so much gratitude towards him because I feel like I won the jackpot when it comes to husbands and I just want him to know that and I hope he already does, but yeah, just a, in a moment kind of thing. I woke up I and I was it. like, oh, I love him so much. I'm just going to write
0: about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think... Well, what you wrote, it had me in tears. I was sitting down and I was like, you guys are um, the definition I think of what most people pray for. And I know one thing that I have always said is that we're not supposed to compare ourselves to to anyone, but I, I do think that um, there's a lot that can be learned um, from from witnessing greatness. And I think you all have those qualities on and off the floor. And I was, um, I was up last night late, I couldn't sleep because I was excited as I was thinking about interviewing you both. And I, I had this whole list of questions written out. And I woke up early this morning, and I changed all of them. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, because I was like, what, what do I really want to say? And what do I really want to ask? And when I think about what, this show is about live strong, you know, I think about that word strong and I think about that word strength. And I really believe that the strongest thing that any of us can ever do is get in touch with love. And I think part of getting in touch with with real love and true love is being willing to be vulnerable with one Absolutely.
1: another. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And so whether it's um, showing that love in, in the dailiness and whether it's being willing to be vulnerable with um, expressing it in words or whether it's just seeing the fragility of life. And Danny, I, I also saw the post that you did for your grandparents and girl, you've had me in tears like this whole week. <laughs> yeah, that was me all week too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really beautiful. Um, So I just, I have like, I have a few things that I want to, I want to ask you guys and we don't have to really go in any type of particular order and we can just bounce around and keep this kind of casual and coffee shop. But is there anything in particular that you all would say, um, you, you kind of make a part of your daily practice, um, just in terms of. Keeping yourselves individually and as a couple, keeping yourselves um, stable, I guess, would be the best word. Because to go from competition life, um, television life, touring life, and even quarantine life—I mean, all of those things—produce a lot of pressure on you. And how how have you guys been able to maintain this this steady type of um, relationship
1: through it all Uh, i think for me personally um i think the secret is quite a balanced match because both of us we do like our personal space Mm -hmm. and uh, we both need time to have time for ourselves and time to recharge Mm -hmm. and i think because we're both aware of it because we're both required we give it to each other as well Right. So, what happens is even though throughout all these years we've been together twenty four seven whether it was teaching or practicing or traveling or rehearsing, living together uh but because we're both aware of what we both need and require right. uh, for our own personal sanity and we provide that for each other, that's why it keeps it very balanced um and I think this is for us at least personally of course everybody's different but for our personal relationship i think that's the key that's the key so um we're always together and yet we're never tired of each other you know we always want to spend more time with each other and the moment when we don't see each other for a day we start missing each other
2: wow
0: that's great i mean if
2: you notice we're never like we're never really on top of each other because yeah. we do like our personal space and it just makes it that much more special when we do have time with each other mm-hmm. so like you'll never see us like the public display of affection kind of thing like in in public and just trying to be all, like it's not our thing <laughs> like we like yes. to do that in our private time and our privacy and right it, the, the world doesn't have to see that but we do like I mean we're still married right so we right. still like hold hands and <laughs> everything AF <laughs> <laughs> but, um i just think it's also like a lot about trust and like if he wants to go out with his friends he's gonna go out with his friends he doesn't have to ask me about his mother or like if i want to go with my girls and see a movie we go and do it you know so i feel like trust is a huge part of our relationship too like
1: yeah we we both feel completely free you know completely free And like you said, I think you um, nailed it right there when you said vulnerable, you know, it's that um, vulnerability, you know, (laughs) that if you like Daniel said, you know, then at the end of the day, you trust, you know, you're vulnerable, right? And then you trust it 100%. And then you don't question anything anymore. That gives you that freedom, you know, so you feel absolutely free and therefore you don't feel um stuck in a relationship but opposite you know you feel drawn into this relationship so it's uh completely and when you have like time game. to
0: yourself like all you want to do is just be together yeah. right right but, i think that's one of the things that comes through so apparent in your dancing also guys like and i mean i know i don't just speak for myself when when you all dance together that that vulnerability that um, that trust, that freedom, and that love it it shows um, and i I definitely think I speak for everyone who who watches you guys because there's there's great dancing and then there's the great love story that's braided within the dancing that just leaves all of us so breathless and speechless when when we watch you guys and it's it's mesmerizing to really to really see you guys dance. And I think it's why you've done so well, both in the competitive world and also in the commercial world. It's, um, it's something really, really special. I'm curious when, when you do take your personal space and your personal time, what are some of the, the things that you like to do to reset and recenter and refocus? One of the hashtags that I put on the flyer was diet. And I was like, I hope they don't take that wrong. Not that you both don't have incredible physiques. But (laughs) when I talk about diet, I'm talking about what you're consuming through your eyes, through your ears, through your soul. Like, what's your soul time look like?
1: Um, I'll start. (laughs) Well, I I love to read um, self-help books, right? Oh, I mean, maybe not necessarily (laughs) self-help books, but anything that is going to be inspirational and uh, eye-opening. Um, if you look at my book collection, um, you will see a lot of Paulo Felio, um like The Alchemist and a lot of his other works yeah. and um, different um, books that combine the Western and Eastern philosophies, like Thinking, Body, Dancing, Mind mm-hmm. and... Um, Another one of my favorites is, uh, Esther Hicks. Um, the one that is channel Abraham, you know, so all of these things, you know, all of these type of books, I love reading. I love watching YouTube videos. I've went to some workshops and, uh, for me reading anything like that always, um, <clears throat> puts me back together, you know, keeps me focused in the right on the right things mm. and, um, uh, meditating you know and just in general those are like like very personal things and then overall is doing anything that makes you feel good in the moment you know if it's watching um, a favorite show uh, together or doing some kind of a workout anything that puts you in a good mood and gives you a good vibe is Mm, yeah is uh worth worth doing you know anything that raises your vibration you know
2: yeah <clears throat> what about? You? honestly for me, it's just anywhere where there's a where there's sun <laughs> I yeah. feel like the sun just recharges me, whether it's like ten to fifteen minutes, just go out, breathe fresh air, and just have a little bit vitamin D, you know and that's that's just my recharge completely yeah, so that really helps me um a lot and just honestly just creating videos like in, on my phone like I have this little app and I look back at like trips to Paris and trips to England and, and I try to like get all the photos and just like kind of create a video it's kind of like my zen I just go and create
0: yeah
2: and then I like to show Pasha them and then he becomes really proud of me and it makes me happy <laughs> I, love that. I love that or just like a show you know just like we watch so much of The Office and Friends that it's already in our, like, muscle memory, kind mm-hmm. of, so we just put it in the background, and I just kind of, like, you zoom in and out, in and out, so it's kind of nice, you know?
0: Right. So, that's right. it. i awesome. pretty simple. <laughs> that's awesome. No, definitely. Do you think that um, <clears throat> as we find our rhythm and as we find our new normal as a culture, both locally and globally, do you think that dancing um ha is helping do you think dancing has helped your relationship, and do you think it could help our our globe right now um in terms of like bringing people's joy up together um because I noticed like one of the <laughs> videos that I've seen during quarantine time is you guys dancing in your living room together speaking of videos, okay. and I know that that made me happy and and brought me joy. Um, Do you think that's one of the things that could help people right now? Yeah, I think it's nice
2: to kind of step away from technique for a little bit, you know, and kind of tune into the connection side of ballroom dancing, you know, because it's so powerful between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can start developing that energy between the two of you because it doesn't take technique to do that so whether if it's just like even like dancing in your living room and he kind of like stops you would have to be able to kind of like feel where he's going his body and then kind of like go again you know so it's it's a good chance for everyone right now to just develop that side the chemistry side of ballroom not the fake oh I love you you love me let's pretend on the dance floor but more of a like, a even if it's just, like, a sway side to the side, like, in your own living room or your kitchen bedroom, wherever it is, like, you should be able to feel what the other person is kind of leading you through, Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about, like, ballroom. I'm talking about, like, real Mm -hmm. just body-to-body dancing, yeah, and I think this is a great opportunity for that,
0: yeah, so that's a good point. Was there ever a time um, where you struggled or felt challenged between the ballroom world and the commercial world where you were being pulled um, in terms of like being a technical dancer versus being um, more of a commercial dancer and like losing the authenticity of staying in tune with exactly what you're talking about, like the chemistry versus the technical side?
1: I I think, as a competitor, right, as a competitor in the the competitive industry, you're always reminded about technique, 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 and I think that is when it's very easy to lose um, other sides of of the spectrum, you know what I mean, like chemistry, authenticity, and all these things, right? right, so it's very important while you're still competing not to get into the like a competitive zone and close yourself off from everything and thinking that competitive is only like sport and technique you know i think that is when it's very easy to lose to be honest with you when it has to do with the commercial side it's uh, quite opposite because nobody really cares too much about technique technique right. is just is just a um it's just a tool that you use it's already in you it's either there or it's not there right Right. so of course the technique is there but you start paying attention to other things uh, more about musicality more about entertainment more about presentation and uh how to connect with the audience right especially if it's uh let's say a televised show and it's through the camera, right? You need to connect to people who are sitting at home through the camera lens. So you start looking at dancing from a different point of view and the technique really goes into the background, not because nobody cares about it. Yes, you do need to have it, but it's something, as I said, it's it's either there or not there, but that's definitely not a priority. And I think that is the big difference between the commercial side and the competitive side it's just that in the competitive side because of all the lesson and workshops and the videos that you see and everybody's putting so much attention on the technique right sometimes we forget that it's just a tool for us to get to the art of it to the self-expression right and sometimes we just start becoming a little bit robotic mm. so i think that's very important to remember even if you're a competitor and not to forget that Technique is not everything, it's just one aspect.
0: Right, right. That's awesome. As you guys moved into kind of this whole new world and this whole new transition of, you know, being on World of Dance, being on Dancing with the Stars, going on this tour, was there anything that you learned through your journey that you maybe didn't anticipate or didn't see coming that you? Um that you didn't you didn't learn so much in the ballroom world that was an adjustment for you or you really had to kind of like shift your <laughs> your spirit or your being or just that that you didn't see coming that just completely caught you off guard. Honestly, I feel like
2: we're so lucky yeah. to have been raised in the ballroom world just because it made us who we are. It made us understand that technique is important and chemistry is important and the discipline is super important. And I feel like we're so grateful and it taught us so much, um, competitively too, like it gives you a nice competitive (laughs) discipline as well. And I feel like I actually learned so much from ballroom that I took it and I'm trying not to change it Mm. in that show business kind of world because i feel like that's what makes it special you know like we've been doing ballroom our whole life and i feel like if we try right now to go and do something outside of it in the commercial world uh, world it'll make us lose ourselves and i feel like i want to keep what we've learned and keep our chemistry and keep our technique and keep our our way of movement the organic way of movement and i want to bring it to the commercial side because i feel like a lot of it a lot of times that gets lost because it is really difficult. When we step on stage, right. it's hard because you have so many fans and so many, like the, the crowd just goes nuts. And that's kind of what I wish the ballroom world had a little bit more is, um, not the crazy nut, like, like the crazy, uh, what is it called? The aura, not aura. Yeah,
1: The
2: atmosphere. The atmosphere. Because yeah. um, we have that in the ballroom world.
1: Right.
2: I just feel like we also uplift each other all the time so somebody's dancing who is in that same show we're always like feeding them positivity and trying to get them to do their best you know and like try to always radiant positive energy so I feel like that I wish that was in the ballroom world a little bit more because I feel like everyone is so into their craft which is amazing because that's what makes them so good right and I feel like I wish there was a little bit more of like a like a positivity kind of vibe in yeah. the ball like that, that, um, that,
1: you know? that team spirit right? yeah team spirit
2: that's yeah. what it is like a team spirit kind of thing because yeah. it's nice it's really nice to go out into the onto stage and just feel that everyone is there for each other right and if somebody gets hurt it's not like a, yes it's like oh my god like that's our family member oh my god we have to like make sure they're okay and wow. you know what i mean it was it's such a positive experience in both worlds and I feel like the only difference on stage is that you're not being compared yeah. to people. Yeah. You're just, they're just really just enjoy They're there for the show and they're just there to enjoy, you know, and they're not there to look at your clarity of the rumble walk. So it's, it's really nice not to have that pressure, but at the same time you still want to deliver a beautiful technique, you know, cause that's what people like. They just probably don't know it, but that's probably what they like. Yeah. So but it's really cool like both sides are so similar and so grateful to both it's just one is like dedicated to like the cleanliness and like Basha was saying the technique and the other one is just devoted more to like the showmanship mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's so cool because like when you morph them together it just you learned so much as a dancer yeah we're very we're
1: very lucky that we got to experience both you know uh because we've been uh i can't say we haven't competed enough (laughs) because we've competed for (laughs) many years for numerous competitions every year so we've definitely done enough of that to have enough of experience from the competitive world and now we are really um Really, hundred percent in the commercial world, as you said, with different shows and tours. So uh, we we're just so fortunate we got to experience both, you know, because it is similar yet different. And you find those things, and you're like, okay, and you adjust the things that are different because you have to adjust, right? But at the same time, if you if you feel it's similar, then you're trying to use the experience that you already had previously. To help you out to go through it yeah. and you
2: still want to keep learning like we're still going to take lessons and try to get ourselves better because again like that we still we're, we love the ballroom world yeah. we love everything in it and we loved being raised in it yeah. And we don't want to give that up so we're definitely gonna like try to keep making ourselves better and i already have shirley on like i'm on shirley's schedule okay. <laughs> she's gonna make sure to whip me into shape real quick so
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing
2: to be in both.
0: I love that. I love that so much. That was great. Um, I think it's, it's also a rare, a really rare, um, couple that you see who can, who can do both. Um, not that they're not capable of doing both just that, um, we don't see it. We don't see it often. So, I think that, um, you know, I'm proud of you, and we're proud of you, and there's a lot of people who are proud um, of you guys. I wanted to ask you on that note, though, because obviously right now, just as a collective, we're all kind of in this situation where we're on pause, and with that, we're kind of hitting a moment where we're being stripped right now um, with just being completely having the carpet ripped out from under us, you know, and that's not to say that our best days aren't still ahead of us, but with, with having job security and having, you know, I know you guys were talking about moving to LA. So with that, where do you find yourself right now in terms of, I guess, finding your, your value and, and your worth when, Kind of everything you knew and everything you were building being ripped out from under you and that's that's a tough question but um you know to be really on this upward incline and now everything has hit pause
1: well to be honest with you um i'm a great believer that uh everything is is happening for a reason and everything is happening at the right time and at the right pace Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't feel any anxiety about this time. Uh, I feel like it's a, you know, it's like a forced vacation. I remember when we used to compete all the time, we wouldn't give ourselves any break. And the only time we would have a break is whether we had an injury or some kind of, um, uh, we caught some kind of virus and we had to stay at home, you know, for like a week or two those were really the only times when we had any break. It was kind of, it was forced, right? Because we did not give ourselves and we, we need that, you know? There's like
2: a guilt too. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we we need that time to reset, to recharge, you know, life, you know, it's, it, there are cycles, you know, uh, and we cannot be all the time going at the same pace we're not robots. And um, I feel like, especially this last year has been so crazy for us so much has changed and uh first season dancing with the stars and an 80 show tour now we didn't get a chance to finish but we've done 60 of those 80 shows so and you are on the bus and you travel every day so now we have done a complete u-turn and now we're at home every day but to be honest with you it almost feels right at least for us personally it almost feels appropriate it's like this is a forced vacation that we would have never taken ourselves
0: right
1: but now that we're forced into it we're like me personally i'm grateful for it and i'm like okay this is the chance for me to do the things that i wouldn't be doing like i get a chance to uh sleep take care of my body take care of my mind do things that I wouldn't get a chance to do if this did not happen. So, therefore, um I don't feel like it's a, uh like, there was an incline, now it's a decline. I feel like it's right where it is at the right time, and once this is going to be over, and obviously this will be over, we're just going to keep going straight from there.
2: It's just, it's the only hard part is just being inside, you know? Like, it's hard to... It, it's, yes, it's like a forced vacation, Mm body-wise, but you can't go to the beach, you can't (laughs) go outside, you can't walk around, you can't go to the store, you can't, there's so many restrictions that it's like, uh, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what do we do, you know? So, in a way, you have to find your own self vacation, in a way, because, like, we're not leaving, we can't leave our house, because we don't want to risk it, so we never leave our house, but We have a little porch outside and we go and we sit on the porch, Mm. but that's still difficult because we are very outdoorsy. We love walking around outside and just enjoying the fresh air, but Mm. it's hard because it's risky, you know, and you sit and you're like, okay, what can I do? So you go upstairs and you meditate. Okay, we go and we eat together. We eat dinner and we don't have phones. We just talk, you know, so you try to find ways inside the house to just like decompress right
1: um it's definitely a new a new normal like you you said it's it's definitely it's a new normal uh but yeah it's it's something to it's something to get used to but at the same time because you know that it will be over soon it's not gonna last forever it will be over soon so it's it's like let's let's, let's uh use this opportunity you know and let's use this to our advantage you know we can we can make turn everything into positive you know what i mean if you just uh open your mind enough you know you can definitely uh don't watch
2: the news every day like yeah. that's <laughs> heartbreaking to lose so many people you know that's huge. it's so sad that's but huge. just you can't you can't let yourself because you can't help let's put it this way you can't the only way you can help is not go outside Honest like you're looking at it and it's just making yourself feel worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and you're like, Oh my god, like so many people are dying. It's so sad, it's heartbreaking. So you, right. you should probably not watch that <laughs> because there's nothing you can do about it unless you don't go outside. Right. But it's like, yeah, you have to find your inner inner peace in a way and right find new things to stimulate you and like your brain and right. Right. Find different ways to unwind. But you know what? It was funny. I was telling what was I, saying? I don't remember who I told this to, but it's, or maybe I posted about it. And it was basically like on tour, you're going to complain. I mean, right. Like you have 80 cities or 80 shows to dance. Right. Your body starts hurting. You get injured. I got really badly injured. I got my Achilles, whatever. Like it was a whole thing. And there comes to a point where the first like 40 shows are like, yeah, 30 shows are like, yeah. And then Your body starts to hurt. It's tiring. It's the same show every day. You have to find ways to uplift each other all the time and make sure everyone's okay. And you start complaining. Naturally, what do we do? We complain. We're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But it's like, I can't wait to go home and sleep in my own bed, you know? And you start, you don't start appreciating anymore. You start complaining and you're like, oh my God, when am I going to be home already? Or when is this going to be done? Or Whatever. Like, and then you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I don't want to go home. This is the best thing ever. So it's like, you know, you're human. You always, you have those feelings, you get tired. And then all of a sudden everything just gets taken away from you and you're like, shit. Right. Now what? You know? Like do I wish I was here in the situation? No, I wanna go back on tour, take me back on tour. So it's like yeah, never really Yeah, it's it's always like that.
1: Yeah, it's human nature, right? We always like the grass is always green on the other side. So that's why we just need to find the positive in the here and the now, you know, and uh just uh, look at everything from the positive perspective.
2: And then we probably would have finished tour after eighty shows and would have been like oh, we need a vacation. No, we can't. Crap. We can't have a vacation because now we have to go do this job and this job and this job. And it's like, yeah. you know, so I, you have to, you have to be grateful in the moment. So this is what we got right now. Like we have another month probably of this and you just have to learn to somehow accept it and,
0: that's and love it. That's <laughs> so. great advice. I have, um, I have three quick questions for you guys, and then I'll let you go, because I want to honor your time. Um, One of the questions that, because I had some people writing me who are so interested to hear from you guys today. And one of the questions that um, someone sent me was, how do you all deal with social media? Because you're both so beautiful and attractive and in the public eye. Um, Someone wanted to know about that. How, How do you all handle that? Has that ever been a challenging thing for you all? I know earlier you kind of already answered it because trust is one of your your greatest qualities in your relationship, but has that ever been something that you guys have struggled with or is that not really? Social media? How-
1: in terms no. of like, have it affected our relationship in any way? Is yeah. that what you
0: mean? Yeah. No,
1: no, it hasn't. I should got happy
2: for a second because when we got the job for Dancing with the Stars, somebody said I was pregnant.
0: That was well, the second question. Are you guys ever planning on having? Children?
1: <laughs> of, of course, of yeah. course, we've been planning for you a see, long time. See, he was really
0: happy, and then he's like, yeah. "Are you not pregnant?" No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that, of course. That was, I mean, that was a
0: two for one <laughs> question
1: Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes uh, our friends send us some funny articles with some. um news about us that we didn't know ourselves like for example like daniela being pregnant i was like "Oh, i had no idea well thanks for telling me i just found out from our friends (laughs) yeah uh no it's uh we we definitely we're talking about the kids uh that has been on our mind for a long time and that's definitely something we want we want to have a big family we have names chosen for our kids and everything Uh, but it um we're not forcing it uh we kind of feel that it, there is going to be it has to be at the right time
2: right Yeah. and right now yeah. it's not the right time so. Yeah.
1: but social media no there we don't no... want
2: to
0: <laughs> go by uh, instincts in the coronavirus so <laughs> yeah. yeah I hear you I hear you who says sorry first
1: <laughs> who says sorry first who says sorry, sorry first what do you mean between us
0: if there's an argument like, who says sorry who first says sorry honestly we
2: talk I, a lot like know. we don't the thing is with us, I'm very straightforward, and yeah, and that, if I there's there's no hiding it. Like if there's something I don't like that he did or whatever, which is very rare because he's like an angel. Yeah, there,
1: there, there's not much. <laughs> there's not much argument because yeah, Danny is uh, very straightforward. So there is never um, nothing gets a chance to build up to yeah. to get into the argument because everything is always very transparent and very straightforward. So we always. That's another thing, uh, by talk, the way. Talk, they talk everything is very straight good. out right away that it never leads to an argument. So therefore, um, I mean,
2: like if it, I, honestly,
1: the only arguments we did have is when we were practicing and it was always about the same thing about the connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, any born <laughs> couple will relate and they will know exactly what we're yeah. talking about.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: those were our, like, major arguments.
2: And if there was an uh, argument, otherwise... if there's another argument, like, and he can tell on my face. It's usually like if he asks me what's wrong, I'll tell him what's wrong. It it's not like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Right? <laughs> nothing. It's like, okay, this is what's wrong. There is yeah,
1: no let's filter. There's less no filter there. Talk apple. about it.
0: I love it. I love it. And if you guys, last one, I promise, if you guys had any advice for couples who are in quarantine together right now, who are under pressure and maybe not as um, experienced or as loving and vulnerable as you all right now, what piece of advice would you leave them with?
1: Give each other space. Because once you feel at peace with yourself Mm. and you feel good within yourself yeah both people then then they become uh independently feeling good yeah. then you will feel good together but if you are looking for the good feeling from another person that's the wrong place to look right you first find it within yourself that's great you know and then once you're in the right place and your other half is in their right place then you both are going to be Uh, in the right place together
2: that's but also do what you love like if you you don't have to be together all the time like it's not a given that you have to be stuck side by side like go read a book go watch your favorite show like maybe sometimes he doesn't want to watch a show with me like Shit's Creek or like a girly show or whatever like I go watch it and he goes and reads his book and then we miss each other and, and then I go bother him and I'm like what you doing and then, and then we go eat and then I'm like okay I'm gonna go back to my show or like he does his thing and that's then we so go good. eat again because we can't that's
0: all we do nowadays it's just tea, so. <laughs> <laughs> we can't tell it must be all that dancing in the living room um oh. I love that. There's, um, there's a book, Pasha, I don't know if you've read it or not. It's from Khalil Gibran. And he says, let there be spaces in your togetherness. So you're. No,
1: I've never, I've never read it. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You need need to, you need to send it to me.
0: I'll send it to you. It's so funny. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this. I actually, I have had your book, the show must go on and it's been, uh, titled and everything to Danny and Pasha for months, Aww. I've been waiting to send it to you, but you know, I thought you guys were moving to LA and then you were on tour, and I've had <laughs> it here and I dedicated a poem to you guys. Um, and I Thank just you. wanna, I wanna read it to you on here if that's okay. Yes, of course, yes. Because I, uh, you know, I wanted to send it to you in the mail, but I can't even get to a, a post office right now. So you're gonna get the, the virtual reading. Um, <laughs> It's called Blown Away. And I wanted to just read it for you because you guys blow me away. Um, You really do. Never was there ever a day that would pass that she didn't treat like it was her last. Under the lights, she sparkled with class and diamonds and flowers drowning so fast, counting the days and thanking her friends all of my life where have you been? When the music is over in the city of sin, she just breathes deep and takes it all in. I swear when it hits, it cuts like a knife, all of the pieces I'm hiding inside. And there's not enough time or words I could say, but the kindness I've witnessed just blows me away. Thank you for bringing summer to my fall. God bless you guys. I love you. <laughs> oh, so so
2: thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys thank are
0: you. amazing. Um, honestly, as humble and as just down to earth as the day I met you, and honestly, like anybody who ever comes across you is just blessed to be on your path and. I'm really glad that you guys have some time to rest and get sun on the porch and read your books (laughs) and just thank you so much for your time today. I know even in the middle of quarantine, you guys are busy and have all your sessions online. So I just, I pray that you have time to recharge and fill your cup and just enjoy this time. So um, where can people find you if they want to look you up? Just Instagram, uh, on Instagram, <laughs> uh,
1: Daniela Karagach and uh, Pasha Pashkov.
0: Okay. And
2: Twitter, D. Karagach.
1: And Pasha Pash- Pashkoff86. Pashko Pashko
2: so <laughs> <Okay>. And YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube. You you.
0: Okay, awesome. So this is Dancing with the Pressure, Pashkov style. And I am Olivia. And you can find me at www.olivia.com livestrong.com and oliviadance1 on instagram thank you guys so much i love you and be safe thank you so much be safe
1: thank bye. you so much thank bye. you bye, bye. bye.